Presents the Wrestling Roundtable, Duraw the Bad, the Ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and what was just flat out horrendous. This is your favorite tag team partner, me, Stuart Pro. It's Miller. How's your week, sir? Mm, can't complain. Yeah. It's work. Same old. Wrestle Kingdom was alright. It wasn't my favorite, but they're still limited. They have a lot of restrictions in uh, Japan, so. They don't have everybody that they could have, and there's some people that are stuck in the UK, and so. Yeah, I was I was watching some highlights, and I seen like the Toronto game, like they can't have anybody in the arena no more. I guess. Yeah, other you know because in Canada the restrictions are federal, are federal or like nationwide. Mm-hmm. Um, where as with us in the United States, it's states get to decide what they do and what can't be done. So. Yeah. Think we going down that road again? I think depending on where you are, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to be state. And then, you know, certain states are crazy, certain are. It is what it is. We've seen what it was last time. It's going to be pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing happened when there was the Spanish flu, except for, like, it, it seemed like that was more organized in a sense of, like, like, when I read, like, because I'm a history dude like you, and when I read mm-hmm. stuff about it, you know, and you're like, okay. But it was, I think, also when you look at that, and from a perspective that I was watching, not to be all political, like, they had more control over people then, too. It was like, all right, well, there ain't nowhere for you to go if you get sick, motherfucker. So, yeah, yeah. regardless, if you get sick, you're stuck in your crib. So, <laughs> good luck, motherfucker. And everybody had a mask, and it was just what it was. Like, oh, you're not wearing a mask? You crazy, motherfucker? I'm sure there were anti-vaxxers or anti-max people, mm-hmm. but it was... But I think people trusted the government more. That's what I was saying. They had more control to where people mm-hmm. weren't, and it was, you know, it was more like, what the fuck is wrong with you if you don't have a... Ah! It was like that video I posted with the dude hitting people with the, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the nightstick because they weren't yeah. wearing masks. It's like that shit. Because but, I think people talk about how fast they make this vac- vaccine. They're like, but they made it so fast. But they always said, do. It just wasn't regular. That's I the said, thing people don't understand. Time, That's bureaucracy. Like, yeah, yeah. I said, but every time that, that, that they had to... And, and this is... I mean, if you're anti-vaxxer, you're anti-vaxxer. I don't yeah. give a shit. But anytime they... A plague or something has hit... If you look at the history, they... I mean... They, always done that. They created something... Fast, just like with polio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And t- unfortunately, we don't have a lot of us don't have um, grandparents that were around during that time. But they would be able to tell us that same thing. Like, oh, that's kind of how it went with polio. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because they were afraid all the kids were like 
gonna get sick. It was just that's how it was. The measles outbreaks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or like weird things when we were younger, where like you know your cousin had chicken pox, so your mom was like, "Oh shit, man, come on, you gotta go get the chicken pox so we get this out your system." You like, mm-hmm. I gotta get sick. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like okay, like it's just it, the times, like you said, mm-hmm. it was just different time. You know, it yeah. is what it is. Because like now you. You almost never hear somebody getting the chicken pox, and if it's because of yeah, because and we and people listen. People didn't as much. I'm not gonna say people didn't question, but you know, my parents were like, "Oh, make him get it." And you know, my dad was a pharmaceutical rep, so he knows a little bit about medicine. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yeah, makes sense. Come on, yeah, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and get this over with." You know what I mean? But like with the not to go too far, but I'll stop here. But like with vaccinations, like you said, there's a lot of bureaucracy with that. There's red tape. When you take down all those walls, they get shit done. If anything, I, it's not to don't question that. Question like, damn, y'all gotta go through all this shit just to fix some shit. It took you six minutes to do this. How much yeah, other yeah. shit could you do if you didn't have to go through all that? And that's just my perspective. Working in insurance, I see how much shit is out there that they're like, mm, that's experimental. We're not gonna mess with that. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just true. how it goes. That's true. Because there's levels to this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when you take those levels down, you can get shit done. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think there's not enough communication with that shit, though? It's not even the communication. Like, it's... No, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people don't know those things. Oh, yeah. So it's like... Yeah, putting it out there that there's processes to that. Because the yeah. average person doesn't know that. And you can't necessarily fault them for that. It's yeah. just, you know, it's just like some of the stuff... One of the valid, most valid points is, remember we went back to uh, uh, our high school to talk to kids... Or not kids, like, you know, people younger than mm-hmm. us, about, like, yo, we're learning stuff here where we're the inner city or the bad school that they don't learn at these rich schools because me yeah. and you both, people who were supposed to go to these way better schools and we're listening to them, like, you didn't know that shit? Now, some of that is just me and you having parents who taught us some shit and, you know, put us on, but also it's just, you know, we mm-hmm. did learn shit. So it's all yeah. about what you apply in the end of the day. I think we say that all the time. Is what they they give it to you, and you, it's what you're gonna do with it. With, with yeah. And so we know these things because these are things we learned. We on our own researched, real research, not just you know. <laughs> yeah. So some of it is cultural. Some right. of it is where your exactly. background is at. Yeah. Like there's like hood shit that you know. You're just speaking you on just that hear, aspect. Barbershop. You know. That's what my dad always yeah. calls it. Barbershop shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's a bunch of stuff in the last dance. That I was like, oh yeah, I remember hearing that at A and L and M's barbershop on eighty eighty seven, because that's I would sit there for hours playing chess, listening to grown folks talk about grown folks shit, and you yeah. hear shit. Yeah, you listen, you pay attention. Harold Washington didn't die no heart attack. They poisoned that man. Like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, goddamn! Like, this shit is yeah, deep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only ten, sir. You're scaring me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I was. I, you know, I was talking to some. Uh, Talked to some people at work the other day, and they was bringing up, you know, one of them was Republican. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he was just like, man, you know, the Dems, they just making a big thing out of January 6th. And I said to him, I said, man, I said, you know how you sound? I said, when my kids and, and my kids' kids get older and they read what happened in the history books about January 6th, they gonna be looking at y'all, how we look at our ancestors, how our ancestors probably looked at their ancestors. About 
You sound crazy than a motherfucker. <laughs> you sound yeah. crazy than a motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what side you are. Because there's people yeah. who are on your side who are like, fuck them motherfuckers. I got yeah. shit to do because, with that. You know because what I mean? when they sit know. there, they watch because it is a pivotal point in history. Oh, yeah. You know? And I'm like, if this dude wasn't the president, if it was anybody else, they would, they ass would be in jail right now. Oh, yeah. I said, but... And I said, and I told her, I said, man, and I, I truthfully feel that neither the Democrats or the Republicans really want to see this dude go to jail for that. Mm-hmm. They don't. But they have to make it seem like they're doing something about it. That's what that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. They have to make it seem like they're doing something about it. But this motherfucker <laughs> tried to overthrow the government. You don't understand how the importance of that. Mm-hmm. Can't you and sleep that, it on the run? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I say, you sound crazy as shit right now. It's just like, I was, and that's all I was just telling them. I said, man, listen, you can have your opinions. But I always tell people this. Opinion don't mean shit. When something factually happened. This dude. Sat there. Talked about how. They need to march. Onto the capital. This is all on tape. This is all factual shit. And you want to tell me this is an opinion? No. And I think that's where, where things get muddied. Like, we want to sit there and say, this is opinion. That's my opinion. No, not when that shit factually happened. That shit happened. Yo, slavery is not an opinion. That shit happened. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. That shit happened. <laughs> like, so, I was just like, man, hey, you know. My brown, my color being a dark brown. You know, I'm black. That is not an opinion. I am a black male, yo. It's facts. Just what that is. There's no fucking opinion about that shit. <laughs> I hate when people just be like, yo, but it's just my opinion. No. Not when there's facts behind that shit. Mm-hmm. To back it up. Fuck your opinion. Opinion don't mean shit in this moment. Motherfucker. Shit. Water is good for you. It's a fucking fact. Not a goddamn opinion. Let me move on. If I go on a whole love. <laughs> Another rant. Uh, you have a master watch for us, I do. Uh, my master watch for is from the second night of Wrestle Kingdom. Um... Kazuchika Okada uh, defending the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against uh, Will Ospreay. It was a crazy match. Um, And just, for me, Okada still is like a different level of wrestler. To be able to do what he did two nights in a row, to go against Shingo and put on that that high-quality match, the next night go against Will Ospreay and put on another high-quality match, that shit was insane. Um... Uh, Will Ospreay's moonsault off of the rafter thing. That shit was nuts. And just the level of um, creativity and crispness 
it reminded me like, oh shit. Like I said, Okada is just a different level. He's just a different level of wrestler. It's just different. Um, and that being said, I think this was a really, really good match. Um, and I think it was a good way to kick off the new year. Um, and I'm looking forward to tonight also checking out the Noah versus uh, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom show that was on the 8th that was taped. It was live pay-per-view, but on um, Pro Wrestling Noah's streaming service. They're co- the company that owns mm-hmm. them. And now it'll be on New Japan. So that's my master watch. Cool. News and rumors? Yep, news and rumors. Um, So there was releases. Uh, William Regal, Samojo, Road Dog, to name a few. Um, it's not surprising as because um, these were Triple H guys. You know what I mean? And I think we kind of see the writings on the wall. Even with Braun Breaker's entrance into um, his match against um, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, which a lot of people, or I heard that people had issues with uh, backstage. They didn't like that. He did the whole breaking the NXT, the old logo. He did a thing where he broke that in half and, like, destroyed it and stuff to kind of, you know, the end of that legacy. I didn't really he do realize, though, that this NXT is trash, though. Well, yeah, everybody knows that. Or uh, I won't say everybody knows that because there are people who are into it. I see them when I'm on the boards, and that's fine. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I personally have no connection with it. I don't get it. It's not, it doesn't work for me, and it's very WWE-ish, and it's not. But it, it's doing what he wants. The The goal is to create stars in the vision of what, what Vince wants them to be. Whereas I think what, because part of the issue was, you know, people, whether we agree or not, he was having to, you know, unteach stuff, like with Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, and he did not like that they had the look or what he wanted, but didn't wrestle the way he feels wrestling should be, or the style that it should be done, and I think that was the thing that made him be like, okay, I want this to be the way I want it to be. I want the guys to come ready for the way I want them to rest. I want to have to reteach this shit. I would like to be a fly on the wall yeah. when that conversation happened between But you, and, right, That's what I'm saying. Man. Like, and, and I feel like Triple H was like, but this is the future. This is what we need to be doing. This is what people want. And then saying that then when we're looking at AEW now, you feel me? So then he's saying that. He's like, there's this ROH thing, like, kind of got to... Get with the times, man. And it's like, no, this shit don't work. Got to do it my way. Cena, Cena, Cena. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it is what it is. There's a vision. He's the guy who runs it. It is, the way I look at it is like, what if somebody tried to tell, you know, Tony in a couple years, well, the way you need to do it is people want what WWE was doing back then. That's what people wanted. I'm not saying it's realistic that that be, but you feel me? Then would he be resistant? Would he... No, I, I like think, wrestling like this. But see, I don't think he would, though. I don't think he would either. But, but I think that's the difference. Right. Exactly. It's trying to roll with the times, get with, with the, what's going on in the world. But but this has always been a thing. Because remember, Paul Heyman brought that up when he was talking about the um, when they first did the whole ECW thing. He was like, yo, you need to take this dude, Kevin Thorne. Remember the vampire-ish? He was like, yo, this stuff is about to blow up. There's these books out there, and he was talking about Twilight. He was like, it's going to blow up. You got to do something with these two. He's got the skills. Like, make it work. Get it to the main roster events. And I don't get it. Was We had the brew. He's like, but this isn't. We could do a storyline with this and make it like, eh. 
what is this? He's like, there's a subculture to this werewolf. She listened to me. Never did anything with it. Mm-hmm. Twilight blows up. Imagine if Kevin Thorne was something. And, and that's the kind of post you got to have that they don't have anymore. But I think that's what it is. You got guys at NXT 2.0 saying, bite it, bite it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that, <laughs> I mean, obviously that's what he messed up with Baron Corbin. His lone wolf gimmick was... Working. Yeah. You could tweak it here and there, but don't... <clears throat> You know I think I mean? that's the biggest, uh, the best part about it was that you could tweak it here and there. And he but, grew on me. But, remember, I did not like him at all. Yeah, and I think that's the one thing people got to give Baron Corbin his just due. Because whatever character he's playing, he's making it work. He's trying, well, I don't know about me. He's doing, I, I don't like it. It doesn't do anything for me. It's not entertaining. I don't Oh, the like, happy Corbin? This shit is just some of the worst shit I've seen. Yeah, but when he's in the ring... It's different. I can't get past. I I don't <laughs> like people in street clothes. I can't do it. It automatically the aesthetic is off for me. That's just me. Yeah, it's yeah. like you with barefoot wrestlers. You don't really yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, the aesthetic. I is can't. Off. The aesthetic like, is so yeah. off for me. Like I'm like, bro. Just you got on a fucking Hawaiian shirt and khakis and loafer. I can't. Mm-hmm. Nobody wrestles this way. Yeah. Not even the Rock, and he slid and did the elbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just> <clears throat> Stone Cold used to wrestle in, in jorts. And that shit drove me up the wall. Why do you think I always disliked John Cena for the most part? I was mm-hmm. like, even the thugonomics for me, I was like, just, can you take the jorts off and wear like the little, the short shorts? I don't get it. Who fights like that? Dude, like, what's the name? Um, what's, uh... I don't mind basketball shorts, like Homicide mm-hmm. does. I don't mind that. That's cool. That works for me. Nah, fuck that. You don't like that? Well, I don't mind. Wear. Like, I mean... Like, I like the Street Profits. I like that. That works for me. Yeah, but only West name wear shorts. I know. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I, I get that. The but shorts... His, yeah, I mean... It's athletic wear. There's nothing athletic about khakis and a fucking Hawaiian shirt. You can't. Yes. I'm sorry. This is not... You We're not... This No. You can't even play a pickup game in that shit. Fuck out of here. You gonna kick my ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, bro. I'm gonna fuck you up. If <laughs> you come around in these loafers... Fuck your bread bottoms, bitch. Yeah, but, but it's almost like Angel Garza, though. Like, he he walks down and, like... And then rips him off, yeah. and it's a thing. But... And he they, does it during the match. Yes. And that's what's so dope. They don't capitalize on a lot of shit and make it, mm-hmm. like... Like, even when the best friends do... It's a simple hug, but we love that shit. Yeah. Give the people what they want. It is a simple hug. It's a simple hug. Yeah, or when... Orange Cassidy just puts his hand in his pocket. Just puts his hand. We lose our shit. We, we cry. We yeah. melt like high school <laughs> girls. Ah, it's always just those simple things. It's yeah. the little things. Just those little things. And it makes you happy. Claudio you... or Cesaro yeah. with the, hey, we lose our mind. Hey, hey. But it was just like with Bailey, too. And they took that away from yeah. us. Like, hey. And they, yeah. and you know, and that, and that was happening when she got on the main roster and then Vince didn't like that shit. Yep. And made sure he tuned out the crowd to the point where, like, people just stopped doing it. Yeah, because it was pointless. But that's what made the people connect with Bailey, the hugger. You know, eventually when, I think the heel turn could have meant more. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh. You this hurt me. motherfucker. You were my friend. Yeah. yeah. How the fuck you go from giving hugs to this shit now? I mean, listen, Vince had some shit. 
with the with the wrestlers. But it's something you always pointed out. Triple H was throwing that alley oop and he missed the dunk every time. Like nah. That's yeah, alright. Just can't like look, I got this for you. Remember Rap how hype Russell uh Royal Rumble got when they saw Braun Strowman, Keith Lee, and Brock Lesnar all in the ring? Mm-hmm. It was like, man, this, that. And this. Brock was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then he did the shoulder thing, and Brock was mm-hmm. like, fuck was that? He yeah. sold it for him. Even Brock was impressed with dude. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Like, Brock, never mind. And Brock is not really impressed by too many. At all. <laughs> you know? he, don't give, he doesn't give a fuck about your kids. Hell, I don't uh, give a shit about your kids. kids yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. And he didn't rest, want to wrestle with Jinder Mahal. Mm, I get it. <laughs> I'm not. I no hate on Jinder Mahal. I guess nah. maybe it just didn't work. Nah, hey. But you know, that's a good segue because you know who did want to wrestle? Um, news and rumors. Um, ROH showed up at Impact last night and beat the fuck out of everybody in like mm. an invasion. So we may see something where they do ROH versus Impact in April is what everybody's thinking might happen. That'd be a decent draw. Um, I. I don't see why people wouldn't Wanna want watch. to see that show, um, especially if you could put it together the right way. Yeah. Um, also, Mickey James, she's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Um, she retained the knockout championship last night, so she's still the uh, knockout champion. So she may end up going into the Royal Rumble as the knockout champion. But, yeah, you didn't know that? Well, I knew she... Oh, okay. Like, I thought that was a mistake. Oh, no, this is for real. There were, yeah. She's going to be in the Royal Rumble. But why? Because they need... Okay, well, so here's the thing. I think it's kind of cool. Fine. WWE work with Impact. That's kind of dope. Why not? Um, and Scott Diamore said, you know, Mickey wanted it to happen. WWE reached out. The story is John Laronitis reached out and was like, hey, can we use Mickey? And then um, and called her and was like, hey, would you... You know, Vince was like, yeah, that's fine. I think really on the back end was like, fuck, we don't have... Like thirty viable women, we can't. We Especially can't with really, Sasha just going out with yeah, six to eight weeks, and we so. can't really plug, um, you know, NXT people in because we don't have uh, trained people who could, you know, you could fuck up the Royal Rumble. You can't be fucking up in the Royal Rumble. You feel me? Like so, we gotta have people who know what the fuck they're doing. So that's why Summer Rae's coming back. The the Bella twins are coming back for it. I feel like it's to fill those gaps that they don't have people. Who are they have at least gonna that. have Mandy Rose in it? She should be able to do it. I can see her being a surprise entrant in it. It has to be people who know what they're doing. I think that's what it is. Because they do have people on the NXT women's roster that they Yo, can Shirai. plug in. But I don't Candace, think that... Well, is Candice LeRae people. Yeah, I understand. You, you, no, you're just, naming people. Candice, she just had a baby, though, bro. Um, so, yeah. So, I think they're just trying to plug in let you know people. how long it's been since yeah. I really watched. But, yeah. Um, NXT, yeah, she's going to be in it. So, that should be kind of cool. Um Especially if she's still the Impact champ, uh, Women's Champion or Knockouts Champion um, representing the company. That's a lot of eyes on it. Nothing wrong with that. Is uh, she going to be able to walk down with the belt, though? I don't know about that. I don't... It's a... It's a it's, if they mention it, it's the same thing to me as it, her walking it down. It's a, it's a battle royal. So, like, you, you wear it down for what... But you could. I mean, I guess... Who knows? Like, I I, know if, if I'm Impact, I would want to. Yeah, but at the same time, do you want to... You're getting a good rub, so just roll with it. I don't know. 
Yeah, but they need you more than you need them. <laughs> by, by our feelings or whatever. And yeah, no, I'm just saying that I because mean, yeah, obviously you, you would be reaching you out. Enough women. Yeah. I, I was wondering about the men filling the roster. Like, how the fuck are y'all going to do that shit? But yeah. I guess they'll figure it out. Okay. Roderick Strong's done some... There's some NXT people with some... Uh, some uh, I don't want to say lineage. What's the word I'm looking for? With some... Background? Background. You know, they've, been, they've, they've done these type of battle royals in the past. Um, one of the names that were released, Samoa Joe, um, it said that with Samoa Joe, you know, he's got a lot of Hollywood options, but he still wants to wrestle. So I would not be surprised if he kind of does the indie route and just does what he mm-hmm. wants for a while. Makes I, sense. I don't see him doing anything full-time. He was just in a video game. He, he, he makes good money um, from what I understand with outside gigs. Also, Gabe Sapolsky was part of that. Um, people that were released. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's... dog. Everybody, bro. Get them out of there. Um, Shawn Michaels, the last of the Mohicans, bro. And that's only because he was a WWE guy. Probably right. But, shit, all those other, some of them other ones were WWE guys. Oh, shit. I was surprised by the Road Dog one. Lita's going to be in the Royal Rumble, too. Just as long as she don't do another fucking moonsault. Oh, my God. You'll never let that go with Oh, man, dude. Every time she does it, I feel like she's going to kill herself. No, she cannot do another fucking moonsault, yo. I feel like she's going to fuck herself up. <laughs> oh. Can't happen. Last thing, for real, for real, this time. Uh, Shibata. He had his match against Rinderita. It was supposed to be catch wrestling rules, but... He told no one, I guess, except for Rinderita, and just went out there and had a fucking wrestling match. <laughs> like, and I was watching, like, okay, maybe the catch rules are loose or whatever, because it's not like he was doing, like, brain busters and stuff, but I was like, that's a suplex. I, did, I thought they were just going to kind of wrestle. Oh, he kicked him in the face. That's that's a face kick. That's a face <laughs> kick. That's a Shibata face kick. And, he, and Rinderita punched him. So... What's going on? That's how I felt. I'm like, oh, shit. But, and so I'm just thinking, oh, they surprised us. Did Apparently, the people in the back had no clue either. <laughs> so the back office and Gato and all of them were losing their shit. Like, what's he doing? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how they felt. Like, you, I, I could see on one end maybe being like, oh, my God, you know, he's back. And like, okay, maybe he can mm-hmm. fully go. And on the other end, terrified. Like, mm-hmm. Jeez. That's how I feel every time I see David Bryan in the ring. Every time he takes a head shot, I'm like, fuck. Like, but here's the thing. Can you continue to. I do know, that? but you got to remember what he said. That, and I'm not faulting Vince. I'm not. But take the, you know, what he was diagnosed or told about how he should go, mm-hmm. and then time that with the delicateness because Vince, I get it. He's running, he can't take risks, or he's not going to be in those situations again and times that by 30 especially, especially with like how nfl i mean so i never got i mean i never you get right, right i feel you that. but i feel like you're putting that stigma on it because for so long it was on there and he's not gonna push it he's st- smart enough to know how far he could go and what they told him so the thing for me and bully ray actually said this i'll, I'll send you that clip he talked about he's like dude i almost feel like bad for Brian Danielson because I get what he said where he said he wishes sometimes that he could take those year he would take those WWE moments or WrestleMania moments I shouldn't say WWE moments WrestleMania moments he had and trade them for what he's doing right now and I was like what the fuck and then Bully Ray 
Because to me, that was crazy. Like, yes, your matches are insane right now. I love them. But those were crazy. That's like, you know, for me, when people fell in love with you, like I fell in love with, with ROH. But I guess from Bully Ray's perspective, he pointed out, he's like, there's times he had in Queens. Remember when they used to do the Elks Lodge and those mm-hmm. were some of the best ECW shows? He's like, there's times that he had with Devon there that he would trade for those big WWE WrestleMania moments that we feel like are his greatest. And he can name times or matches or shows there where he was like, this is, of it course. doesn't get better. And I'm like, I can feel that. I feel that. So to that, I feel like, I get I what you I think that saying. was one of the best things about Triple H, not Triple H, I said Triple H, CM Punk's promo mm. with uh, MJF. Yeah. And he was like, when MJF teased that he might go to WWE and shit. Yeah. He said, "Hey, you can you can always think that the grass is greener on the other side, and then when you go there, and you realize, and pretty much you realize you don't fucking like it, because he ain't say really that he will fail, right? When you realize you, you, you don't, don't like fucking this like this shit, and you come back, I'll be right here waiting to whoop your ass <laughs> all over yeah. again. Yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that shit was so good too. Because, and you know like, what? He could go there and be successful." I, for me, it's not even an AEW versus WWE thing. I feel like the aesthetic or like the trueness of an MJF wouldn't work because he have to be yeah. so. I think he will hate it because it won't work because we've already seen what you could be, mm. and then now we're gonna go over there. We know that you're gonna do stuff. You're gonna tote that line. Yeah. You're gonna be great at what you do on that mic. But we always know it's it could be better. Back. Yes. It's, it's under and a it's microscope. Like, yeah, and then it's like mm. And it's like why tote that line? But at the same time, if you got a drink some people wanna test it out. It's just like and we're forgiving fans. We're not gonna taint his legacy because he does. No. Or does or does it. He could very well swerve us all, and they have some deep, dope-ass angle. He'd never be a WWE guy, and that would be dope to me. I wouldn't care about that either. Uh, I feel like TK's whole plan is to make this environment where you have a choice now, where you're not fucking stuck, where this is the only place and only way. But anyway. I mean, truth be told, I I don't think he'll ever be a WWE guy. And the reason why I say that, is because I believe AEW felt like he's one of their pillars. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. You know, I just even though they tease, I mean, and I and I think they do think that Britt Baker is a is a pillar. Right. But in her own right. Yeah. Yeah. But I do feel like they they want to be like, no, Britt Baker's over you. That's not really make you a pillar, but they really do think that mm-hmm. he's one of the dudes that they want to build around. Right. Right. He's gonna hold the AEW championship. Oh yeah. It's just a matter of time. We're going to get there. It'll yeah. be fun. Just like we was going to get there with uh, with cowboy shit, you know? We yeah. were going to get there. It's just a matter of just time. Just how long, you know? Just like eventually, we're going to get there with Sammy Guevara beats Cody. Right. We're going to get there. Just when? Because then that's when it's going to mean something. And I like what they're trying to do. They're trying to build that TNT championship up to be... A championship that you want to hold. Mm-hmm. Not just some mid-card shit. It's not just a secondary championship. Even though it is. But. Nah. I mean, but. No, it is. 
Come on, let's not do that. Because at one point, that's how the Intercontinental Championship was. Like, it meant something. I mean, when WWE they do this, only, pissed, only pissed on it. I don't, but think, I don't point, think of it as a secondary championship because they don't promote it that way. And they don't, even in the rankings, you're not the number one contender to the world championship. You're just the AEW and then there's a TNT but, champion. Okay. I, you are allowed to have that feeling. <laughs> they say it's not. If the people who created the shit say it's not, it's not. Unless you feel like it is because of the way it's presented or booked, and you are entitled to that. I don't okay. feel like they book it as WWE a secondary championship. doesn't say w- that the World Heavyweight title is a secondary championship or the, the championship that is, but it's the way they book it. It's who right. holds it. I feel it's, you. It's, I mean, it's. I, and I, don't, I just don't feel like they put it on people who aren't... Like, anybody who's had the TNT championship, to me, could be the AEW world champion. So, that, for me, makes it, like, at that moment. Like, I wouldn't have had a problem. Yeah. I, well, maybe not Sammy. Maybe if Sammy won, I'd be like, what kind of flash in the pan? But I'd be cool with it. Like, even Darby, when he was TNT champion, mm-hmm. I could have saw him in the mix as AEW world champion. So, my thing mm-hmm. is, that, to me, yeah. is why I feel like it's not a secondary championship. Because it's not... Presented like, oh, it's just that other belt. No, but but that's my point. At one point, WWE didn't have the IC title as, oh, this is just the. Oh well, yeah, I thought yeah. we were talking about AEW. I thought no, we were talking no. about the TNT Championship. Yeah, that. But my point is the comparison, though. Oh. Okay. At one point, it wasn't like that with WWE. Right. And then they just start making it like but that. But this is AEW, and and, that, and that's that. my point. The way AEW actually builds it is the proper way. Yeah. The way they present it is the proper way. Doesn't mean it's not as a secondary title, but does but it does mean that they put an importance on it that makes it mean something. Which pisses us off about the U.S. title or pisses us off about how they treat the IC title. Well, the U.S. title by name is a secondary title because it's the U.S. Like, you, if you're the world champion, you're the champion of the world. If you're the U.S. champion, you're the champion of the And US. same thing if with the If you're the TV champion, you're the champion of TV. But see, Intercontinental is the same as world. So that's why in... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So in name, yeah. it should be... You know what I mean? But... Mm-hmm. The way they book it. Yeah. Which is my point. It's the way they book it. And it's the way AD, A, AEW books it. Right. That makes the difference. I agree with you on that. That's all I'm saying, man. Anyway. Let's get right into it. Because that's all your news and rumors, right? Yeah, that's What's all. your Raw? Uh, my Raw goes to... <laughs> Because there's a lot of wrestling this week. I just feel like... I'm going to go then. Yeah, go. My Raw is going to go to Luchasaurus mm. and Jungle Boy versus uh, the Lucha Bros. Yeah. That match was good. Cringy. Once I seen... Uh. <laughs> once I seen... Uh, what's the name? Break his arm. Um, it's not broke, by the way. Oh well, dislocated his elbow. He dislocated his elbow, which is back in place. He's gonna break be Phoenix, out for yeah. like a few weeks, but no yeah, break, but I, no I fracture, seen... no nothing. First off, to go. 
I don't know nasty. what Luchasaurus was thinking. No, it wasn't him. See, oh no, fuck tweaking, bro. No, <laughs> no. rewatch it. Yeah, I watched it. Okay, did you read Ray Phoenix's sentence uh, statement? No, I'm talking about that motherfucker put him through it. <laughs> oh well, yeah, like, yeah, but he. <laughs> So Ray I mean, I was like, why are you trying to catch like, Yeah, I don't know why he tried to catch himself. himself. Oh, you just got to yeah. take the bump, Ray. Yeah. Natural reaction, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know why but he, he tried to catch himself. He even said, don't blame him. Accidents happen. I tried to brace myself. I was like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. When yeah. I saw it, I said, That's because no. I think he, man, he, he was throwing him through that motherfucker. I said, damn, what? We're so aggressive. Because but we, we, I these tables uh, ain't been breaking, bro. Like, remember yeah. the table? <laughs> He was like, you will, you you going through this motherfucking table, dog. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. are the table. Yeah. That's that's exactly what that was. Um, but this match, this spot up. but this match was, this match was yeah. fucking great. It was something to watch. The only thing that rivaled that match was going to be the Usos versus New Day again on SmackDown. The match was still good. It was. It yeah. was in a street fight, and it, and it was. That match was good as shit. It was good, but just for me, man, especially after Macaulay Culkin called it out, bro, I just, you gotta stop this shit. Mm-hmm. I can't. You can't have Groundhog's Day. This is <laughs> like, too much. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's good, but it's too, it's, But they me, gotta go back like to Randy the back Orton. of the line now. It's like Randy Orton and John Cena. It, yes, it's good, and it's two dudes. I will never take that away from John Cena mm-hmm. or Randy Orton. Two of the best. Yes, but motherfucker, stop it. Stop! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Quit the> shit. <laughs> um, New Day definitely got to go to the back of the line. Man, find something else to do. They can't, especially given it um, with no Roman Reigns interference mm-hmm. and the fact that it was a street fight and they won clean again. New Day cannot be the no more contenders mm-hmm. at the Royal Rumble. Or WrestleMania. It just can't be. Which sucks. Because this match. Should have been held off until WrestleMania. Because that would have been a fucking match. Yeah. Because now you get to WrestleMania. And you see the Usos versus New Day. You can be like damn. But if they had that street fight here. Now. That would be huge. Now, if you try to do anything, it's going to be like, oh, okay. Because we've seen them in the Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. What would you do? An Iron Man match? I don't know. Just man. to take it up a notch? Go an you hour? Are... You talking about the Usos? In... No. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, how are they going to continue to top they what they can't. already do? Stay away from each other for a good while. <laughs> like a good while. Who was man? I just have a who bad really feeling well. they're gonna give us them again. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm I'm definitely sure they're gonna do it. I'm ninety percent sure because that's what the fuck they do, and that's what your roster is built like because you released everybody. Yeah. So you that's what you get. Yep. But anyway, back to the Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy versus the Lucha Bros. That match was fucking awesome. Uh, gave you everything you needed. It. These are always my favorite type of tag team matches because I like the chaos. I like when everybody's in the ring and you forget who the fuck is the legal man 
that's supposed to be the one getting pinned and everything. I just like all of that. I love it. I could have probably done without the roll-up, and maybe that's probably not how it was supposed to end mm. at first. But due to the circumstances of Ray Phoenix popping his elbow out of place, or what, what did he do? Anyway. Yeah, they. I went, they... Was it a dislocation? Yeah, he dislocated his arm. Okay. That shit looked nasty. Yeah, it did. I, it I looked was like, really oh, bad. fuck. He's superhuman, man. He's yeah. built different. Yeah, yeah. Um... I probably could have done without the roll-up, but either way it go, I do like this match, and I like the importance that they put on it mm-hmm. because all the tag teams come yeah, out. Yeah, all the tag teams coming out. That was dope. Sam, um, see, even Santana. I think the next champion is going to be Proud and Powerful, though I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do have a, a, a Raw, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I knew you. Did you just no? Had I had to think of it. I, I decided yeah, yeah. what my raw is gonna be. I'm actually um, for my raw. I feel like um, I'm gonna have to go with Kenta versus uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, just for the simple fact that like Kenta went through hell in that match. Now, I don't know if people understand like all his injuries. I was trying to look for the what's name of the list, but he like. He broke his nose. He has a dislocated hip. He had a crazy cut. And New Japan's not known for street fight type matches. Um, as Well, I won't say that in this era. Because back in the day, they were. Um, in this era, so to speak. And for me, it just showed the versatility of Tanahashi as well. And like, even at this age, like he could just go. He hit a high fly flow or the frog splash off the top of the ladder. Through a Japanese mm-hmm. table. That's nuts. Yeah. In and of itself. Um, but for me, it was just the high quality of that match. And I did not have that expectation from it. This is yeah. not what I thought it was going to be. And for them to go out there like they did, um, it put on that good of a match. And then Kenta putting his body on the line like the way he did. As, as far as the bumps and craziness, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to have to give them, them props for that match. Uh, your bad, sir. <sighs> My bad. Not because it was a bad show. But my bad will go to um, Battle of the Belts planning. And here's why I say that. I don't understand that Cody was out. I get that. But I feel like we could have saved the Jurassic Express and Lucha Brothers match for mm-hmm. last night. For that show, um, and made it a bigger show, but I also understand that this was it seemed more so like a test of okay, let's try this Saturday slot because I feel like they're still toying with what they can do, what fits where, what kind of audience they can get, or like, hey, can we do a show that we promote for like a random Saturday and like we would do a pay per view, and how much will that get if we do an hour? Maybe we could give you two out, that type of thing. And I get that. But I feel like it could have been bigger. Um, and maybe that was the plan with mm-hmm. Cody being there, but because of, you know, COVID protocols, etc. Um, but looking at the way the week was, I feel like we could have added that very important uh, Jurassic Express versus Lucha Brothers match. That could have been on the Battle of the Belts in exchange. Yeah. Because we already had... Um, Daniel Bryan, or Jesus, Brian Danielson and Adam Page 
open up with an insane match. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm not trying to say like it was overkill because I'm no complaints for me at all. But just looking at the way everything was structured, that could have been an exchange. My bad. Just the dismissiveness, I guess, so to speak, of like Brock Lesnar on the raw roster right now. Mm. Kind of like because you got the belt, you're going against Bobby Lashley. All right. <laughs> yeah. And they do acknowledge, like, oh man, like I said. Bobby Lashley got all the offense in. Brock didn't get any offense in. And I get it. His focus is still supposed to be on Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. But then... I'm just like... Okay, if the focus is supposed to be on here... And then you're being dismissive here... And I know this is probably where you want to go. Champion versus champion at WrestleMania. Because that sounds huge. And I'm just like, well, then what is this for? I don't like, I think it makes the talent look weak then. Because now you're just completely being dismissive of Bobby Lashley. And, or those other guys. Because at the time, um, he's being really dismissive of Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins. And uh, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And they all supposed to be in this match. In order. In, in Big E. Which I feel sorry for Big E. Yeah. He was supposed to lose he that was... match regardless. Oh, he was going to lose that match anyway? Yeah, he was supposed to lose that match to Seth. Which is why Seth is getting a universal title match. Yeah, and I'm just. But what's like, the point of him beating Big E for the belt? Big E, run as champion. They did him bogus, man. Yeah. He took all these losses as a champion, and then you expect him to get that over, or get himself over. Which this is gonna get to my ugly, and everything. But you can't sit there and get this man over if you haven't taken him L, having him take L's. Period. There is no way me as your top champion can be over if you keep having me lose, mm-hmm. having me take pinfalls. That doesn't make any fucking sense because I'm your WWE champion. Let me win. And then, when it's that time, I lose, I lose. Nobody would sit there and look at this ring as being weak or anything had he was just winning. Mm -hmm. Even if he was barely winning, but he was winning. Mm -hmm. But WWE didn't do that. And so, like Brock just being so dismissive, now it's like, yo, this talent is over here weak. So that does nothing for the belt. It does nothing for your roster on that side. And I get it. You're trying to build Roman to be 
the guy, and he's he's already there. It's no longer you no longer need to do that. Just don't. I did like the exchange on SmackDown. I like how Paul <laughs> was really more so apologetic. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it was going to play out that way. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. That was entertaining. Cause I was like, and, oh. I, and I do like how Roman stood up for him. It was like, don't talk to him that way. I like that shit. It was kind of like, damn. Okay. Maybe. We already know it's going to be a turn. But like now, it's a turn that you're just going to expect. Or are we? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was my bad. My ugly, though. Oh, did you want to go ahead? Yeah, yeah. I always oh. go first. Oh, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ruby Soho and Jade Cargill match. I didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. You know, Jade is my baby. Oh, she fine as hell. But all of that match was horrible. That match was trash. And it did not feel... Like a championship match. And. I just didn't get. Why AEW. Just don't book Jade. Like Goldberg. Because. She is so limited. Right now. Mm -hmm. At least that's just from what I'm seeing. She is limited. And so, you need her to get over. You put in this title that, as you say, would not be a secondary title. No, no, no. Right? I never said that about the TBS title. Oh, no, fuck that. Keep that same energy. What? Anyway. It's not even, it hasn't even been booked yet. And by the way it's being booked right now, okay, whatever. I'm not no, no, whatever. No, right. no, no. Keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. You're right. But... <laughs> I'm just like, for this to be a title, you can, I don't even care if you consider it a secondary title. It's still, the match was that bad that I just feel like, what are you doing? How are you booking her? It was some botches. It was some, like those, her pump kicks were just off. Mm Mm-hmm. Either Ruby wasn't trying to take them, or she wasn't connecting. One of the two. And then I'm just like, maybe Ruby was the wrong person to have wrestle against Jade. But I get it. You want to put Ruby in the spotlight. But can she make a wrestler look better with their limited skills? I always look at that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because not everybody can do that. But at the end of the day, I don't think Jay got too many moves in. Uh, she got very, I'd have to rewatch it. I can't remember. She didn't get that many moves in. I know it. But it feels like sometimes that's how her matches go just because of how, you know, limited, limited she is, yeah. per se. She's learning. I don't know if there's necessarily a spot I would put her in while she's getting there, but that's why I said like they should have booked her like like Goldberg and then get her to the point as far as 
I just I just feel like her size makes her like all right she's she's gonna be this beast right. I just don't feel like she knows how to utilize her size yet, and how to move and get around the ring with her size. She's athletic, but she's slow. All her moves feel like mechanical. Mm-hmm. There's no fluidity to it whatsoever. And that's what they got to work on. But that match was trash, yo. I still love her, though. She's still fine. I'm still happy she won. But that's just... That's just because I got an infatuation with her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm be, I'm, I ain't gonna hold y'all. It's just because I got an infatuation with her. But boy, I could be honest. That match was fucking trash. It was fucking ugly. Especially for it to be a, a championship match for an inaugural championship title at that. That was my ugly, sir. What was yours? Uh, my ugly... <sighs> Releasing William Regal just because I just don't understand how that dude isn't a dude you could find, like, you could utilize to make things better. Um, even as maybe an authority figure or whatever you're doing with Adam Pearson, uh, what's her name? Um, Raw to differentiate from SmackDown. Just anything. There's no reason you should be able to tell William Regal. And I know he's a humble dude and his statement was like, you know, he's grateful, etc. But to not be able to utilize William Regal, I think is insane. That's just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Man, because it, it just it'd makes be everything NXT better. All over. That's how they feel about it. But even TV, he made, like, as a personality, like, you're telling me if they went to him and said, okay, we, that we don't want you doing that anymore because that's not the direction we're going. But you know we're losing the eighteen to forty nine demographic bad, right? And you're one of our connections because they look at you like that's the dude. So yeah. you know, and your your family here. So you know you know how to talk to a motherfucker like damn. <laughs> I'm over here, but you feel me? Like dude, you're telling me you looked at William Regal and said, I just don't know how we would. Utilize his skills to make us better. Fucking kidding me? I mean, we knew what it is. I know, but it's just it's insane. At some point, <laughs> just for the the for the good of business in your own business, just you as a business, you have to go. Let me utilize this. It makes sense. It doesn't hurt. So then, why would you? I'm sorry to say, but why would you leave him available to the ops? To make this shit better, because I guarantee you, if he became, I'm not saying that's where he's going to go, but if he became a part of the AEW staff and, like, putting it, oh, my fucking, you're telling me the show wouldn't get better from that shit? You're telling me that Tony Khan wouldn't be like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck? We already know that. You feel me? Like, he, he could have Gabe, he could take William Regal Gabe, and there's a dude that a lot of people don't know about, Ryan Satin. Who's a you know writer, creative, blah blah blah. Take them dudes and be like, you know what, y'all can be like my my help with the create, like you know what I mean, or like TV even. Like I'm just throwing shit out there. Like to me, I don't understand how they can't help your shit that is shit. Just them three alone. Give them raw and say help, cause you need it. How do you not see you need it? That's because all I'm saying. 
They can't help. That's the thing you keep missing. You <laughs> said can't. it. You said it already. They, they had the talent. They brought up the talent. And a lot of that talent failed. Ty Dillinger, Keith Lee, Kieran Cross. But it's the whole like it, they failed what? The Alistair WWE Black. Test? But, but that's, that's, I feel you. I feel you. The point is, is that Vince has a way. Those dudes had a different way, which is why they were different than what was going on on the main roster. Yeah. And so, in turn, they could not utilize these dudes because these dudes were the reason why NXT was so damn successful. But aside from Carmelo Hayes, when you look at NXT 2.0, I don't see anybody... Who I'm like, oh yeah, when he gets to the main roster, I'm gonna pay to see that shit. Okay. Even Braun Breaker, I know people like him. And I, you know what? I will even put him in the category because even though he's not my cup of tea, I get it. A lot of people like that shit. Cool. So I'll put him in that category too. Besides those two, it didn't used to be like that. We would look at NXT and be like, there's this, that, and the third. Now it's like, yeah, there's two guys right there. Other than that. Like, yeah. Von Wagner is some of the worst shit I've ever fucking seen in my life. That guy is awful. That's not good stuff. I mean, you had Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate. I mean, these are all dudes that could have made it to... I mean, think about how they fucked up Enzo and, and Big Cass. That that got fucked up for the main roster. They fucked them up. The VOD villains. They fucked them up. He fucked them up. Because he always had to vent some shit up. Instead of taking the oop. He gave it to you, man. Like that that ego shit gotta go somewhere. If you was my dude and you're making and you and I'm like, even if I like the motherfuckers I make, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, you know this is the way. And but you keep making these dope ass, you know, dudes that I re- I have to acknowledge at that point. Okay, he maybe he gets it, and I'm missing some shit. And that dude, is something that Vince missed a long fucking time ago. Think about the classics that they gave us: the May Young classic, the Dusty Rose classics. <laughs> like the cruiserweight classic. I mean, these are things that Triple H and that group brought us that we're never going to get again. Think about the Beast in the East. Yeah. We never even got that again. And think about how dope that show was. Yeah. The cruiserweight they, classic alone was just fire. And they that closed shit. it out. With Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. That's how they closed that show out. At least the fucking back. content that they brought, and he, and like he just fucked it all up. This is the. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. I was about to go into my whole. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. <laughs> Shit again, <laughs> but he fucked it up. And all I hear you say now is excuses for Triple H to leave. I don't know why he just won't do it. But Triple H should leave. WWE. That's just the fact of the matter, yo. 
regardless how Vince feels. Because, like I said earlier, I would love to be a fly on the wall when Vince and Triple H are having the, was having those conversations. Because I guarantee, guarantee, there was some argument there. It just wasn't something that they were just doing and having a conversation. And Vince was just convincing him that this is what we got to do and everything. One of my favorite wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah. Um. I guarantee you, it was an argument there. Mm-hmm. It was a fight. And I want Triple H to leave. Because at the end of the day, WWE may not even be left to you anyway. Right. So fuck that shit. Just leave. And I don't give a fuck where he goes. Just take your wrestling mind somewhere else. And build better. Because it's not respected in WWE. And as you can see. They got rid of. Fucking 90% of your guys. That's what they did. And why Vince wanted to take over. And see I knew that was some bullshit. When they tried to sit there and say. Oh no Vince is not going to take over. NXT is still going to be ran by Triple H. And. But we're going to give it... Nah, fuck that. That ain't what y'all finna do. And the most fucked up part about it is you're going to lose that TV deal. USA will be some fucking fools to continue to want to broadcast NXT 2.0. Because why would you want to? The only reason why they probably would want to is because NBC Universal wouldn't want to lose that contract for the uh, for the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason why I could see them saying, "Oh, you know what? We'll keep them on TV. It's on a Tuesday night in a slot that it's really not making any fucking viewership anyway." It's the only reason why. But that shit will not be on TV when that contract is up. I can guarantee it. Unless Universal sit there and say, nah, we don't want to. We're going to appease these motherfuckers here because we don't want them to give the library to Fox. Mm. It's the only way I can see that happening. I can't. It might be tied in. Like, okay, you continue to show NXT. In order to have our our network. That may even be tied in. I don't know. But, um... Is that it, man? That's all we got, That's huh? It. Damn. Anyway, be sure to check out 1515 Avenue of the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. You can find us on... Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms you choose to use. Just type in 1515 now. You'll find a podcast such as Equal Offices, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, or Slur True. Or you can go to our website, 1515 now.com, backslash 1515 uh, Radio. And like I said, you find all those podcasts. You click on them. Hit the Amazon banner, go support the site. We really appreciate that. And with that said, it's me, Stutter Pro. It's Miller.
And we out. Damn, man. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, and The Other.